0: You're listening to Yoma's Cooking Cast, a podcast dedicated to teaching home cooks how to improve their skills in the kitchen and share a mutual appreciation for food. You're listening to another edition of Trimmings, where we give you just the tiny, fatty, delicious parts. Oh yeah. Hey, James, what are we talking about today?
1: We're talking about your best friend and your worst enemy, the cast iron.
0: Well, if there's anything that I hate and love in my kitchen as much as my cheese grater, it's definitely my cast iron pan.
1: That's right. But you love using
0: it. I do. It makes everything taste really, 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 really good. So, James, why should I even use cast iron? Well, you really shouldn't. It's terrible for you.
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's it. It's that's going it. in the garbage. <laughs> so cast iron's going to give you an opportunity to, how do I put it? When you cook on a cast iron, you're going to get a lot of flavor and a lot of color and a lot of a crust on there. If you want a hard crust on like anything you're cooking uh, protein wise, that's the way to get a really good one. And one of the biggest things about cast irons is the longer you have it and the clean it and and use it and over and over and over, if it's if it's like your grandma's cast iron, it's, your food's going to taste so much better on that cast iron than a brand new one. So the more you use the cast iron, the better the food's going to taste because essentially you don't clean it with soap and water, you uh, you just wipe it out for the most part and take all the residue out of it, and it kind of bakes this layer of nonstick fat and you know uh, porous the porous metal will start getting delicious. To, stuff in there for your next cooking adventure all those seasonings yeah you don't want you don't want to cook chicken and be like mm, this tastes like fish from like three weeks ago so there is that's, what, that's what you think <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic that's <laughs> disgusting no you're definitely going to clean it but cast iron you know it there's just adds an element to your cooking that you can't get from your certain nonstick pans and Teflon pans and things you have in your, you, that we normally have in our kitchen. And it also holds heat really well for a long time. So you can use it in the oven. You can use it on a grill. You can put it in a smoker. You can put it on the stove. Um, and then if you also want to ruin your glass stovetop, that's a great way to do it too. <laughs> Using a cast iron. I can attest to that. It's very true. <laughs> How long does cast iron last? Longer than you. It's, it lives probably as long as a, uh, an African gray.
0: I was going to say, I was going to get an African gray parrot and hand that down <laughs> to my kid. Seriously, you read my mind on that. But this seems like uh, it would be
1: less of a dick move. <laughs> right. This is, you know, <laughs> you don't want a distressed bird plucking its feathers. out. You'd rather have a cast iron you could cook with.
0: Yeah, that's probably a good plan. Well, so just like with an African gray parrot, How much heat do I use when I cook with it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Typically, you want. (laughs) I don't even know if that makes sense.
0: Anyway, my mom has an African gray parrot for full disclosure. Oh, really? And (laughs) yes, and we have been talking about this for years that one of us is going to cook this bird. And it's a running joke in the family.
1: But he, if not, he'll outlive me. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty gross uh, for that old bird to be cooked.
0: I don't know, man. You know, mutton's like a thing. So true. true. maybe old African gray parrot is like a delicacy in rainforests. <laughs> so, somewhere. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So when I cook with a cast iron pan, should I use heat on it? Like I'm using a Teflon pan if I'm cooking on the stovetop.
1: Yeah, you want to you have it on on high. Typically, you want to get that pan hot before you put anything in it. The reason you're going to use that cast iron is because you want a dry, hot pan so you can sear your meats or anything that has like a fat top to it, like skin on a chicken breast or whatever. Uh, so you want it ripping hot. And I've, we've talked a little bit about this in the past, but very much like in a cast iron and anything else that you cook, whether it's boiling, grilling, uh, frying, you're putting a cold item into a hot pan or water or oil so you definitely want it to be as hot as possible so that the temperature doesn't drop too far down and it stays up there and it can cook it. Now there's a difference between ripping hot for, and letting it sit there hot for 20 minutes until it's smoking and then throw the chicken on there. You're going to burn the crap out of it. But then there's, you know, you got to get it hot and then make sure it gets really hot and then put the chicken on um, and then get it going from there. But again, the cast iron's going to hold a lot of heat. So whether you're gonna heat it in the oven or you're gonna heat it on the stove or in the smoker or on the grill, uh, it all works really well. So if I'm cooking on the stovetop, I've got a ripping hot cast iron pan. Do I bring down my heat once it gets a temp? No, I would put your ch- your product in there. So let's say we're doing a skin on chicken breast. Yep. Uh, you you want it skin side down and then give it a second. So it's to start to caramelize a little bit in color, then drop your temp. Remember that cast iron is gonna stay hot and then you're going to just kind of adjust the temp a little bit. I wouldn't go too far down. I wouldn't keep it at the super high temperature because then you're just going to burn it. But if you're going to add more things to that pan, let's say you're going to add potatoes. Let's say you're going to do like an all-in-one pan meal. Then you want that pan to be hot. Or if that pan yeah. is just going to go in the oven and like, you know, after three or four minutes of it searing, so it can continue to sear in the oven, you know, skin side down, then just keep it, keep it high. So we, you know, there's no fluctuation or too much at least. Got it. So before I
0: use my cast iron pan, should I automatically take the batteries out of my smoke detector, or should I just open a window? What
1: well, we have a ritual at house. Yeah, at my house we have a ritual. I put the food into the cast iron and I open all the doors to make sure that the fire alarm doesn't go off. And we have to hold the dogs so they don't run outside. But it's it's a real pain in the butt sometimes. Um, yes, what I've noticed, especially where I live, because you know everyone's kitchen is a little different, but our hood for the for lack of a better term where the microwave is there's like a vent system under it it's not perfectly over the stove it's probably Mm. like four inches off which i think is ridiculous because if i sear on cast iron i have to literally like open a door and waft it out the door and that's now if the cast iron's like the perfect temperature it won't do it but if it's too hot it won't mess up the meat but it'll it'll set off the alarms and then the ones in the bedrooms will be going off so
0: In our house, we have a technique where my wife just stands by the smoke detector in the kitchen with a towel, just prepared. So as soon as the smoke starts rolling through, she just starts giving it a good fan. (laughs) And that usually stops smoke detectors from scaring the crap out of the dogs.
1: Well, I I grab the Swiffer and I run over to the smoke detector and I start poking it with the handle so it turns off. It's a good idea. I like it. It's a good technique. Yeah, your smoke detector would probably go off if you're using it in-house, inside. Unless you're like amazing, you know, I've gotten a little bit better, but uh, it, it'll definitely happen at least once or twice or five times.
0: So for the cast iron pan, especially in my house, I use it very, very often for chicken, skin on or skin off chicken. If I'm doing skin on chicken, just like James mentioned, I find i started start on a little bit higher heat. So medium high heat, get the chicken down, let it start to go and I'll usually bring it down just a little bit below medium heat. And it usually maintains the heat very, very, very well. And then I'll usually finish out in the oven. It makes everything taste fantastic. My wife now says that I basically make the best wings on the planet. And the secret is I just use oil in the cast iron pan.
1: And there that's pretty much it. We've done uh, corn dogs in our cast iron. We've done hush puppies in our cast iron. You can even use what? it. If you, um, if you want like crackling um, cornbread, you throw the cast mm. iron in the oven, 400, 400 degrees, make your cornbread batter. Bring out the cast iron pan, pour your cornbread in there. So the batter that hits the cast iron gets a nice crust on it. And then the rest of the cornbread will bake, obviously in the oven. And then when you get out, you got a nice golden crust on that cornbread. And it's the shape, obviously, the shape of the, the cast iron. Um, and That's it's awesome. going to really add some texture to your mm. delightful cornbread. Mm,
0: sounds good. So when I go to clean my cast iron pan,
1: I'm assuming I can use water. No. What? The- no, 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 no. So if you use water, you're going to create this issue where you're going to spend probably the next hour and a half cleaning it and reseasoning it. So the beautiful thing about a cast iron is it's a lot easier than people think to clean it. And the best way that I do it is I dump out all the excess items that are in there, whether it's like bits of food or excess amount of oil, and I wipe it all out. And then you're going to have... Baked on pieces, so like piece of potato, whatever it is that you're cooking in that pan, you're gonna have little residue that's stuck in there. And instead of sitting there and scraping it, you heat it up. I heat it up gently to maybe like medium, Got and it. then I and then I pour kosher salt in it, maybe like two tablespoons of kosher salt. Turn off the heat, and I grab a paper towel, water it up, and I start rubbing the pan with the salt and the heat and the coarseness of the salt is gonna bring up all that crap that's in that's baked on there. And you just rub it, rub it. it. Your salt's going to turn like black and brown. And once you're done, you take it, dump the salt out and then wipe the pan clean. Take a little bit of oil, neutral oil, drop it in the pan, wipe the pan and you're done. That's it. That's all you have to do. If you have to use water or somebody in your house doesn't realize that you shouldn't use water and they do, you need to do the whole seasoning process from the beginning, which is a whole another trimmings episode, probably, but we can probably run through it.
0: <laughs> so, I I have cleaned my cast iron pan with water and scraped, similar to what you described, and usually the process of drying it, getting a heat back on, getting it back up to a temp, and then essentially oiling the pan for the next I don't know four to six days. You've become a professional oh.
1: pan masseuse.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. There's a there's certification classes now that you can take that they. <laughs> You can become a, a masseuse for cast iron pans.
1: Yeah. So well, the thing what you're doing is you're, uh, you're introducing water, obviously water to it. It's going to rust. And then mm-hmm. you're pulling away all the things that have built up to seal that pan and to season that pan. So if, if in the case, you know, you find your pan in the water and you're like, okay, uh, now I have to season it again. Your best bet is turn your oven on as high as possible. Get that pan dry. If there's any rust on there, you're going to want to use like a little bit of oil and, and try and sh- scrape it off or rub it off. And then put that pan in the oven till it's bone dry. Like you want to put it in there for maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes until it's bone, bone, bone dry. And then you're going to pull it out, let it cool down a little bit. You're going to put a touch of oil, rub the whole pan with a little bit of oil. And then you're going to put it back in the oven, get really hot so that oil will bake into it. And then you're going to let it cool down again. And that way you're kind of starting from zero. But I would avoid that at all costs because you're just going to save yourself a lot of time and the headache of, of watching your pan in the oven for that long and not be able to use it. But that's also how you can restore some pans. So let's say you go to a garage sale and you see a $5 cast iron pan that's like all rusted out. You can restore it. It's going to take time. Um, but you can do it, and or if there's one that's got passed down to you and wasn't t- taken care of very well, uh, but has sentimental value, same thing. You just got to reseason it uh, the long way, and that's the, pro- the would be the proper way. That way, you get the best out of it.
0: If I had known this ten years ago, I had a cast iron grill pan that would be saved again, but it is now probably in a dumpster somewhere in Tampa Bay,
1: or somebody found <laughs> it and picked it. There's a company I got this awesome, it's not, it's cast iron, but it's carbon steel pan. And I got it from a company I got it for Christmas. My beautiful and amazing wife got this for me. It's uh, called Made In. And the same people um, at Alinea use the same uh, product as well. And they're kind of the ones that I learned it from. But it's a carbon steel with, it's it's like 90%. Uh, cast iron and like 10 percent carbon steel and when you get it it's almost like blue it's like blue steel but the inside is is, uh you treat it like cast iron and the thing i did is i used it and then i put it in the dishwasher i didn't know it was cast iron and it came out completely rusted (laughs) rusted wow i I thought i ruined it i thought i ruined it i was like this is this is the first time I used it. It was like the day after Christmas. I was like, I'm so such an a-hole for doing this. But I you look into it, you have to reseason it. it. You lose kind of the the flare of it from the beginning because you have to wipe all that crap off now off of it. But same thing like cast iron, just salt, heat, rub it off, wipe it, a little oil, and you're done.
0: Now it's not blue steel, it's copper steel.
1: <laughs> now it's just like scratched up burnt steel. Yeah. But it works great. I love that pan. It's my favorite one.
0: Well, my favorite pan is definitely my cast iron pan. It's a lot of work, just like raising a child. There's a lot of work involved, but I'm pretty sure in 18 to 25 years, it'll pay off. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who don't have a cast iron pan, pick up a cast iron pan. It's worth it. It's you can probably pick one up for, I don't know, 20 or 30 bucks. So I know yeah. we've mentioned it in another episode. There's Stab, right? S-T-A-U-B. Is a big brand. Um, I'm a big fan of lodge pans. I've, I just like lodge pans. I've had pretty good success with it. At, more than likely, I'll probably pick up more lodge cast iron pans because they sell, you know, deeper ones. They sell more shallow ones. They also sell like a mini one. That's basically the size of a uh, like a single cracked egg. <laughs> uh, and I'll probably, for the novelty of it, pick one of those out. And you can also pick up some pretty nice supplies. One word of caution to anybody who's listening, if this is your first time using a cast iron pan, if you stick your cast iron pan in the oven, for the love of God, know that the handle gets hot. Because I can tell you, even, even if you're cooking on your stovetop, your handle gets extremely hot. So just know that um, because I am somebody who uses Teflon very often, the handle does not get hot. And I like went to adjust the thing on my glass stovetop. I'm like, oh, let me move this two inches. And, uh, and I had a lovely little burn mark for a few days. So just know the handle gets pretty hot.
1: That's usually a lesson that's learned pretty quick. Usually yeah. like one only time. have to be
0: taught once. Yeah, that's right. We'll pick up a cast iron pan, oil it, essentially massage it and use it. It'll make your food taste good. And thanks for listening to our trimmings episode.